0: If you need mustard for that corned beef you're making, get Colleen's Irish Mustard. Colleen's Irish Mustard unites mustard haters and mustard lovers from around the world. Currently, Colleen's Irish Mustard has three flavors in mild, regular, and spicy. For more information on Colleen's Irish Mustard, visit www.irishmustard.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the 100% Sports Podcast. We have an action-packed episode with a lot of football going on, especially involving a trade in our city, and then the granddaddy of them all—the Super. Actually, that's the Rose Bowl, but the Super Bowl is bigger than the Rose Bowl. But as always, the co the co-host Nathan Sabo is alongside me today. How are you? Doing I'm today, great. Nathan? I'm
1: fired up. It's a sunny day here in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And uh, yeah, the super. Well, I really don't even give a flying crap about the Super Bowl. Let's talk about Matt Stafford and Jared Goff.
0: Yep, a action pack Actually, a block pu- blockbuster trade happened over the weekend, and I think I remember talking before the sh- or not before the show, but last week's show. We said, when was the last time the Lions made a blockbuster move or anything trade notable? Really, not at all. Maybe Darius Slay, but that wasn't really anything because we got, what, a third and a fifth for him? Sure, I don't know. <laughs>
1: um,
0: aye, aye, aye. But they got rid of Matt Stafford. Unbelievable. And the deal was, for the Lions would receive a 2021 third-round pick. A Actually, but I think that third-round pick became – When uh, the Lions got Brad Holmes from the Rams, because you know the new minority rule, like you get a second or third round
1: pick for having a minority executive or coach. yeah, you're right. I think that's yeah, yeah, that could be the same pick. Either way, it's a third round pick. I'm happy. Yeah,
0: I think it's very undervalued for this trade. Third round pick is still any
1: day two draft Um, picks are undervalued. Like second and third round picks, a lot of people don't realize how many good players come out of those day two drafts. The second and third round, it's. It's great to have. Even if it's not a second, a third, I'll take that any day of the week. I'd, st- I'd
0: still, I mean, I think fourth round picks are undervalued too. I think you can still get some value in there. But a third round pick, second round pick, very undervalued. And I'll take it. And then part of the trade, which I was completely shocked about, which I don't understand how this happened because this is the Lions. They never do anything right. But they got a 22 first round pick and a 2023 first-round draft pick. And then they ultimately got Jared Goff in the process. So they have their new quarterback, so they're not going to have to go out in free agency and spend a, lot, spend a lot of money on one. And they necessarily don't have to draft a quarterback this upcoming draft, which helps a lot. And one thing that I've noticed about this trade is that it seems like the Lions wanted to control what they wanted to do. If you looked at other trades, the, the Broncos were going to offer the, the eighth pick, I believe. Some, someone was going to offer, I think the Colts are going to offer like their current 2021 pick. And I think the Lions, with them getting a 2022 first and 2023 first, they actually get to control their own destiny a little bit. They have a little bit more time to decide what they want to do with them if they do want to package it for a trade which i highly doubt they do and i don't think they will or and they can have time to do what they want with these picks like they can draft they can move up they can move around a little bit compared to a draft a draft pick you get the 8th pick in this upcoming draft yeah that's great and all you got a top 10 pick but you don't have you can't really do much with it besides draft it in this upcoming draft now they have time to assess the needs that they want especially with a new regime coming in with Brent Holmes and Dan Campbell so they can now now they can control their own destiny and do exactly what they want and they can do it correctly and and they don't have to force it in.
1: Yeah, they have the big thing that comes to me the one word that comes to me after this trade is mobility. They can do whatever they want. They can, you know, in this year's draft at 7 if they have, is if there's a quarterback on the board that they like, whether it's Trey Lance or Fields, if he falls that low, Wilson, I don't think Wilson's going to fall that low, and they like him, they can take him. If not, they can maybe take a Micah Parsons if he's still on the board, take a quarterback next year, or they could even possibly draft back to someone who wants a quarterback like Denver or Carolina. There's so many different options that the Lions can do here. And that's why I love the fact that they got two first-round picks later in the years. Now, yeah, I I know we don't know where that pick is going to land. You know, the Rams are going to be in contention for a Super Bowl, you would think, at least next year. And those picks are going to come later in the first round. But, man, I'd rather have those two first-round picks instead of the one guaranteed at eight. And I wouldn't go out and say that the Rams are going to be this great, fantastic team all of a sudden. Because in the next year or two if you know they have two of the i would say two of the five best defensive players in the nfl and aaron donald and jalen ramsey you know if one of them goes out with an injury specifically aaron donald you know you know a year ending injury that can cause so much disruption in the team and that could end up being a top 15 pick a top 10 pick so you don't know what's going to happen and that's why i love it you know it's in the future it's still two years away whatever but Man, I'm just – I was so shocked when I saw that Saturday night. I'm like, this can't be real because I loved it to begin with at first. I'm like, all right, let's 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 see Goff's contract, how that's going to work out. And looking into it, we can get rid of him after two years with a significantly less cap hit than he would be after one. You know, there, there's just so many options to do, which I love about this trade. And for once, the Lions are doing something right and it feels so weird to say that because for so long they haven't done the right thing and I, I still scratch my head sometimes it's like are you sure that these are the lions the detroit football lions right the the ones that practice at ford field or not ford field on rotunda drive in allen park the lions are doing this the freaking lions and yeah it is and man props to Brad Holmes on this trade i think you know, I hate I don't like going out and say, oh, who won the trade? This and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Rams don't win a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford, then it's a failure for them. It's Super Bowl or bust. It's kind of like the Kawhi Leonard trade with Toronto. I know this is NBA completely different. He had one year, win the NBA championship, gave up a lot. You know what? It worked. You won, it doesn't matter. So Super Bowl or bust for the Rams. As for the Lions, mobility everywhere. Yeah, I wanted to go back to what other offers
0: were. Um, It was the Panthers with the 8th pick, not the Broncos. The Panthers offered the 8th pick and a late-round pick, so that doesn't really do anything. Uh, The football team offered the 19th pick and a 3rd-round pick. Again, I don't know if that is this year's draft or upcoming draft. Who knows? And the Colts never offered their 21st pick, but... Other packages, and then the 49ers never made an initial offer. And I'm sitting there thinking the Lions made the right move; they actually did. And this is not Sol. This is Dol. <laughs> different old lines. This is this is different. I I, I didn't like the trade at first, just because I saw Jared Goff, and then that's why I, I think everyone will look at the the player that they get compared to the pick first, especially with a quarterback quarterback change. And I thought, Jerry Goff, I'm like, mm, I, I, I'm not sold on him. And he, I know he costs a lot of money. And then as the days went on, I started looking at it a little more. I'm thinking, wow, we got two first-round picks and a third, which is undervalued. And I'm thinking, wow, the Lions, I think, won this trade. As of right now, I think they won the trade. And also the Rams, not having a first-round pick in seven years. This, uh, I don't know how they're going to do it. If they if they don't win the Super Bowl, this has got to be they got to fire everyone. Matt Stafford's either gonna you know just get everyone fired or they're uh, gonna rejoice because this this is Super Bowl or bust for this team. There's no NFC Championship. We got to the Super Bowl. You have
1: to win the whole freaking it thing. So, very, but, it could go very it could go very downhill for the Rams very fast in the next couple of years, which is why I don't want people to be sold out on that oh my you know the pick's gonna be in the 20s 25 to 30. I wouldn't be shocked if we end up if that. one of those turns into a top 15 pick or something. So don't be so sure that the Rams are gonna win the Super Bowl because I still think it's this two year window where you know if they don't get it done then man it's uh it's gonna look bad on the Rams.
0: It it really is and they got a lot of dudes uh tied up to contracts and stuff and eventually these guys are gonna start their contracts are gonna run out and like like what's gonna what's gonna happen there and i'm just trying to search up you know some what the rams contracts are looking looking at right now and just trying to see how many years left on the
1: on their current deals but i don't
0: think aaron donald's I think Aaron Donald's contract is.
1: Up I believe soon Donald and Rams to... are up in the next two or three years. That's why it's huge that they win now. Because if they don't, they're screwed. But you know, again, Super Bowl or bust. I know I keep repeating myself, but man, I'm just I'm still a little surprised. Not I wouldn't say surprised because the last couple of weeks the Lions have been making the what seems to be the right moves, which is shocking in itself. So, I'm still, I can't believe that they got two. I know the one first rounder was probably for taking on golf in his contract. But still, two first round picks plus a third. I would never have thought that coming into this weekend.
0: Yep, not me at all. It's, that's, I didn't expect to get two first round picks. Once I saw two first round picks, that that was just shocking to me. Because I didn't expect that at all. Aaron Donald is actually up in 20. I think these guys are up a little later than 2023, but there's going to, it's even if you, if the, the Rams still have Aaron, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on long-term deals, what are you going to do guys with like a Cooper cup, uh, a a Robert Woods, a Higby, or uh, even Cam Akers who has showed some promise this year. Like they're not going to be able to keep all these guys. And eventually it's just going to start deteriorating and, the team's going to start to go downhill but i did say last week's episode that the i was going to judge how i thought of this regime based on this trade i will say i'm liking the direction that they're going in um but i'm not i'm not sold yet completely on the coaching and everything cuz obviously we haven't seen them play a game yet but I am sold on the front office. I think they're doing a good job, especially with the guys that they're adding to the front office and everything. And one move that I think kind of goes a little bit underrated was this year that Sheila Ford actually, they're the ones that didn't completely hire. They had a football mind in there with Spielman and Barry Sanders, like helping them out a little bit. It's kind of like when John Beeline with Michigan basketball a few years ago, he, he's not a good defensive coach and he even said it he's not that great defensively and they went out and hired a defensive guru in yaklich and then became one of the best defensive powers in the nation and i think that's what they were doing there is they realized we can't really do any of this like why not hire someone to do it for us that knows what they're doing and i think that's a good move just doing that in general so i think it's this new regime. It's off to a good start. Let's yeah, and I can't believe policy. I'm
1: saying this, but I gotta give credit to Sheila for an amp. I mean, it, it's <laughs> what she's she's done a pretty damn good job. You gotta. I don't see how anybody can look at any of this over the last couple of weeks negatively. And I know there's still the people out there that oh, well, they haven't been great for 60 years. What makes you think it's going to change now? It's different. Believe me, if you've been paying attention and following what's happening, it's different. You know, the Fords have been clapped on with Matthew Stafford for how long? They let him go. They didn't do that with Barry. They didn't do that with Kelvin. They did it with Stafford. They let him go. So, and just with the hirings and moves, I mean, it's, obviously we don't know what this team's going to look like out on the field. can't, that's, what, six months into the year. I'm not worried about that now. Just looking at the direction, where this team is going, they've decided to take on this rebuild or whatever you want to call it. I'm just, I don't see what's negative out of any of this. And I'm just glad that they're finally looks like that they're in the correct direction. Now, whether or not they succeed, that only time will tell. But as of now, hey, why not? I like it. And it gives us something to talk about. I mean, that, that is one of the biggest trades that this city has had, maybe in its history. I mean, you look back the last 10 years there hasn't been much going on here trade wise or really anything. It's kind of nice to turn on the national media, the news and they're talking about the lions of all teams. So, but to get back to Sheila Ford I just, I'm not going to judge her completely based on what she's done so far. I think she's done a pretty damn good job, but again, only time will tell. So on the right path, just let's just keep moving forward.
0: Yeah, if there's nothing that we can do, I'm thinking,
1: and especially with this, is that this
0: could be an impactful trade. You know, Jared Goff. I think he's a low risk guy because it's not like the the uh, the Lions are going to win. They're not going to be competitive or looking for the playoffs in the next two years. Not at all. They're still a exactly. terrible team, especially especially that defense. So it's either uh, the Lions are going to win the lottery with this, or it's just, uh, it's to me, there's low risk, that. high reward. It's, I mean,
1: you look at it, they ain't got to pay, they're not paying yep. nobody big the next, like you said, two, three years. They're going to suck. They're a five win team at most next year. So taking on that contract is not an issue. And another interesting thing here, I know people are starting to talk about that is what do you do with Kenny Galladay? Well, simply in my mind, you can't, why sign him? It's useless having that much money wrapped up in a receiver that let's be honest not going to be competitive for the next three years maybe even four hopefully not that long let them walk i believe they get a conditional third round pick for it so why not i mean there's no point in signing receiver especially nowadays where you can get receivers so deep into the draft
0: can we get like a sign and trade or I something i was thinking
1: of that let's think... see
0: <laughs> i'd I don't know if it happens in the NFL as much as you see it in, like, right. in sports like the NBA. Because I think Galladay you could still get value for him. And the Lions, they need all the draft picks they can get. And Kenny Galladay just doesn't fit. To me, this Kenny Galladay situation is kind of like the Christian Woods situation that the Pistons were in just a few months ago. Is They don't really fit the mold of the direction that they're going in. They seem too old to be part of this rebuild, and they're trying to get whole bunch of young guys put into the team, the franchise, everything. So, of course, the Pistons, they got a sign-and-trade with the with the Rockets. And Christian was has been fantastic. But with Kenny Galladay, does he really even want to be here? I don't think he does, especially with Stafford leaving. And I don't know where else he's going to go, though, because I don't know where he would fit, especially with
1: him wanting a lot of Someone money. Someone will pay him. So, that, that's not an issue. I, it's just... You hit the nail on the head with him not wanting to be here. I He does not want to be here. I mean, the only reason I think he somewhat played last season is because of Stafford. And like you said, now that he's gone, he's gone. But with the sign and trade, I just – I don't – what are you going to get for him? At most, I think maybe a second-round pick. I don't think you're getting a first for him. And it works. Yeah, but if you release works, him now, you're second getting round an automatic good. conditional third-round pick. So I'd rather take that third rounder that you're guaranteed to get instead of you know maybe hopefully trying to get a second round draft that's why just let him walk I know it's it's not the biggest story here but I guess the goal in all this is to stock up on draft picks and if you're going to be guaranteed a third rounder by not re-signing him what the hell
0: Yeah, I guess I guess the letting them walk would be a good thing, but I we don't know what this regime is going to do. And another thing that I was thinking about this weekend is, you know, seeing this trade go through, and thinking, wow, we actually got this much for Stafford—like two first-round picks, a third, and a low-risk, a low-risk high-reward uh, quarterback. Kind of just like what the Pistons did with a Julio Okafor and a Josh Jackson, and Josh Jackson's looking to be pretty good. Jill Okafor, I don't know what he's doing. But the, they're signing dudes who her high draft picks. Of course, Okafor and Jackson, were they're making, I think, just over a million a year. But they're low-risk, high-reward guys. And I think this is what you're getting with Jared Goff. And I have no idea where <laughs> I was going with this. It's all good. Uh, no, but to, to like Jared had, Goff, it's, I, it's exactly I had a plan. I had a plan going on. No, it's, it's totally fine, it's fine, it happens. Ones.
1: But with Jared Goff, I don't want people to think that, you know, he's this horrible quarterback. He's not a horrible quarterback. He's an average quarterback. You know, he did, he with all intents and purposes, I know it was more the, on their defense. He did go to the Super Bowl with the Rams. So he's not awful. He's, he's middle of the pack average. So, again, if he ends up being great and being good and the Lions end up drafting a quarterback, you could flip him around and turn them around for more picks even in the future. I'm not saying now, but that's why I like this trade so much. It's like what do we got to lose? Why not?
0: That's exactly what I was going with. I was saying if he becomes good we can just deal him off. There the you fix. go. I you. knew I'd if get that's it. What I <laughs> that's what I was going for. That's what I was going for because I was about to say if he becomes pretty good, then you can always exactly. dump him off for more stuff. So if that's that's what I was going for. But that's exactly that's exactly what they can do. I have no idea what they're going to do in this draft. Oh, that's what I was thinking about. I, I just found out what else I was going to say. So thinking about over the weekend, and I'm think uh, thinking about the previous regime, the Quintricia reg- regime, and I'm thinking, how in the world <laughs> did these guys get the job? It was so bad. And you look at dudes that they traded to get out of here. Quandre Diggs pro bowler what did we get from nothing Darius Slay I know he's not a fantastic corner but he if you get him with if he's like the second or third corner on a team he can be locked down for you and we got nothing for him I wonder if we had this Brad Holmes guy before you know when we traded those guys maybe we could have gotten way more which I think we could have and I'm just thinking man this team they tried to take a step forward after moving on from Caldwell, and they took about 50 steps backwards with Bob oh, Quinn. Yeah, and definitely.
1: Matt and I, I, if you had Brad Holmes as a GM, maybe he maybe not even would have traded him because I think a lot of those trades were involved with we want to get rid of the quote unquote scum of Detroit and bring in Patriot men, bring in people with that mentality. Yes, yes. And obviously it didn't work. I mean, it just, I'm just so happy they're gone. I'm not even. That's just that was awful. It was awful. It was almost as bad as Matt Millen. And I know this team didn't go 0-16, but watching this team last year, that defense, the offense wasn't great either, but that defense was just worst in the league by far. It was terrible.
0: Yeah, but there's nothing much you could say about that defense or the team last year. It was just spot. It was just bad. There's not. Let's move on. Please move on. Let's let's just not discuss the the 2020 NFL or the 2020 Lions defense. Let's just not discuss that. But I'm really interested to see what this Lions team does in the future. Uh, What they do in this draft. What do they take? Which I honestly have no idea what they're gonna do because under uh, Quinn, you kind of knew what they were gonna do. They're gonna take the safest pick, safest player available, and Again, they screwed up that they were in a perfect spot to get more draft picks last year and they ruined Yeah, that. they
1: ruined that by saying they're not gonna take the quarterback. Guy... Uh whatever. We're, we're done. We're they done with it. that we're with that era, thank god. Yeah, if they missed they could have had
0: way more draft picks than they do right now. They they blew they blew three opportunities to get more of that, but let's just say I'm glad they're gone. But I would like to note one more thing. That uh, Matt Stafford was asked about because I think the Lions worked with him a little bit to ask him, like, where do you want to go? Because they wanted to have a good relationship compared to what they had with Barry and Calvin. And I love when they brought up the Patriots because the Patriots were looking at him. There's no question about it. And he (laughs) said, no, 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 no way. Not experiencing that again because he already went through the quote unquote Patriot way. And uh, that didn't that
1: didn't yeah turn out. Uh, so well. I I I'm glad I'm glad I, I'm glad no. glad said I no. would not want to play there if I was him. Plus, you're in L A. now. Who doesn't love L.A. I <laughs> A. I don't know. I, I I really don't. I know the
0: spotlight's gonna be spotlight's gonna be on him now, especially with this line, especially with this
1: trade. The, oh this yeah, spotlight's gonna and be it's on the Rams funny because Los Angeles is fortune. not a great sports town. I don't care what anybody says, and the national people like us are going to end up caring more about the Rams than people in L.A. So, I it's not like New York where, you yeah. know, the New York media and the fan, one of the best sports cities, you know, in the country, where they're going to be on your ass if you don't do well. Whereas L.A., it's completely different. But it's going to be interesting going forward. And, you know, I, I hope they end up do sucking because I would like a higher draft pick. <laughs> exactly. I, don't,
0: I think that 2023 first-round draft pick is going to be I think that's going to be a good pick to have. I I really do because I don't I don't see the see the Rams being this Chiefs
1: dynasty. I, I think you I think that twenty twenty three oh, yeah. pick is going to be I, a top fifteen pick. I, I really do. I can't argue with you. I mean, and I know really quick before I move on because we've taken enough time on this topic, but <laughs> exactly well, happy. okay. okay happy. Why not? We love talking. A lot about of it. people aren't talking about okay, Matt Stafford. He's been injured a lot the last couple of years. And nobody has really mentioned that. What happens if, you know, he has those back issues again or whatever, and he's gone for half the season? So I'm not – obviously, I don't want a player to get hurt. I'll never root for a player to get hurt. But, you know, if something like that happens, you're looking at a top 15 pick. So just don't get your hopes up that we will get one. But at the same time, don't be so sure it's going to be a bottom five, bottom ten pick.
0: I am I, I honestly think it's going to be a top 15 pick, but only time will tell. Um, We're going to move on to the Super Bowl and NCAA. Okay, everyone. We're back with more 100% Sports Podcast. And, of, and of course, we got to cover this. The Super Bowl is here. Tom Brady, the GOAT, is in his 10th Super Bowl. He's already won six. And he's going against what people say, the baby goat in Patrick Mahomes. Bucks versus the Chiefs. It's old versus new. And I, th- I think it's going to be a great game. I don't I, – I think it's going to be a great game. I don't know if it's going to be a blowout, which some people think with the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a great game, a Super Bowl to remember. It's not going to be boring. It's going to be – I think the Chiefs, obviously, they're not going to have many time of possession. But the I think Brady's gonna do what Brady does in the Super Bowl, just hang around to the end and see if he wins the ball game. Nathan, what do you think's gonna happen?
1: Well, I, I think Kansas City is gonna edge it out. Now, something tells me that Tom Brady will, of course, somehow find a, a way Brady. to win the game because you know that's that's what he does. But I do think Kansas City's gonna edge it out score I don't know I couldn't tell you I, I think it's gonna be closer than people think I, I don't think it's gonna be a blowout necessarily I, I thought here <laughs> I thought Green Bay would actually blow out Tampa Bay so really shows you I don't know crap about the buccaneers um but no I close fun good game I'm just you know kind of tired of Tom Brady and actually there have been news today and yesterday that the chiefs um, they've placed some players on the COVID nineteen reserve list, which um that's not good, especially six days. Well actually now five days before the Super Bowl. Um receiver Demarcus Robinson, center Daniel Kilgore. I believe there was another O lineman. Now this doesn't mean necessarily that they're not gonna play. This is just, I believe, for the contact tracing stuff. So that's just that's just more great news for the for the Chiefs. Um I don't know. I I still think the Chiefs are gonna win, but man, I I just feel like Brady's gonna win somehow.
0: That's your favorite player, Tom Brady.
1: Just sick of him. Just I, I know I ran it on this last week, so I won't this week. But man, I, I just if he doesn't win, he or if he does win, I know for a fact he's coming back. I'll just say that. What if, what if he wins? Like, what will you do if he wins? Nothing. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, good for him. And he'll be back next year because that's, uh, that. that's what he does. I, I don't think that he could play past next year. I mean, then again, nothing will surprise me at this point. I didn't think he'd make it to the Super Bowl. Um, Obviously, more credit to his team than himself. I don't care what people say. He's not the same Brady he once was in New England. He just has an all-star lineup around him. So, we'll see. I Chiefs by a touchdown. What the hell? I think I think
0: it'll be a, a really close game. And but the thing is is that the Chiefs in the playoffs last few years, they seem like they're always off to a bad start. Yep. And I necessary you could do that against the other teams but the thing is is you really can't do that against Brady just because he takes advantages of those mistakes you saw that in the Green Bay game took advantage of all the all the Packers uh, turnovers turned them in for touchdowns both times and the Chiefs I don't think they can't mess around this time they, they really can't they they, were, they messed around a little bit last year against the 49ers, ended up coming back to win. And they did that, obviously, against uh, – they had a slow start against the Bills this year. And then don't forget, they were down, what, like three touchdowns against the Texans last year in the oh, yeah. Championship Oh, yeah, I, they yeah. They can't do that. They, they got to get off to a good start. And if the Chiefs can get off to a good start, limit their mistakes, they're not down by two scores late in the second quarter. I think the Chiefs will win, but if they make those mistakes, I, I think Brady gets the seventh.
1: I, I really do. Yeah. I could see that and um go Chiefs. That's that's all I have to say. Please just win the game.
0: Uh who is doing the like, what who's doing the game this year?
1: What PBS, so we get to listen to Tony
0: Romo. Oh, dang. I thought it was gonna be uh Fox. Have Joe Buck. Like this the thing is with Joe Buck is they'll have the Craziest Super Bowls on Fox, like the greatest games ever, and it's just ruined by Joe Buck's awful commentary. Okay, look, he's grown on
1: me the last couple of years. He's not as bad as what he used to be. He's still bad. He's not bad. He's not great. He's not. I'd still rather listen to him than, I guess, half the announcers. But, you know, I just I don't like Tony Romo. Everybody says he's great and all, which he just doesn't shut up. Like, we, he constantly talks and rambles on like a five-year-old child. And it's just annoying. Like, just just shut up a little bit. Please, that's all. don't have to talk so much. It's not like
0: we've expressed that on the show before. No, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> all right, Nathan, before we move on to the greatest college or greatest video game of all time,
1: quick score
0: prediction for the Super Bowl.
1: Um, We'll go Chiefs. Oh, boy. Man, that Tampa Bay defense is good too. I don't care. We'll say Chiefs 34, Bucks 27. I'm
0: going to go with 27 Chiefs, Bucks 24. Ooh, Patrick Mahomes close is gonna, game. Patrick Mahomes is going to have a game winning drive
1: and he's going to win it. I hope you're right. I hope you're right.
0: It's going to be the reverse of the 2000, was it the 2019 AFC championship game? Is that, is that when they faced off? Or is it 2018?
1: Uh, I don't know. See, see, here's how ridiculous that stuff is. The game will be played in the year 2020, but they'll still call it the 2019 playoffs, which ticks me off because it confuses me so much. They do the same thing with the national championship game in college football. It's being played in 2021, like this year, but it's called the 2020 National Championship. So I, I really don't know, Ryan. I get so confused by the the years and stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I was confused by it. Like, I don't know what year they won it, what year they didn't. I don't know. but
1: I think move. it was two years ago, but who the hell knows?
0: <laughs> Neither do I. Let's move on to something that came out today. I woke up from a an nap and realized that NCAA, or excuse me, the creators of NCAA 14 are making a new college football game, a new generation. I could not be more ecstatic. I am so happy. Greatest sports video game there is, if not the greatest game of all time. It's better than Madden. You can't tell me more. It's better than Madden. You can't argue with it because it's better than Madden. It just is.
1: It just, it just is. I, I don't think played- many people would argue with you. I haven't played that game in a long time but man I I'm excited. I, I want to play as Clemson and I want to play as look I don't know I, I haven't <laughs> I haven't played that game in so long. I know you still play it and it's one of your favorite games a lot of people do but I'm just kind of happy you're gonna have a different game out there. Why not let's let's rebuild the lousy Michigan State Spartans. Let's take Central Michigan all the way to the national championship. Why not? Let's have some fun.
0: I have taken Central Michigan to the national championship game before. I think I've won like three national championships with Central Michigan before. All right, there we go. Uh, And I have also been – I've I've done the coaching carousel. It's probably one of the greatest modes in that game. You start out as an OC at a a mid-major and then turn out as an OC at a, a power five and then become a head coach somewhere. Man, that's just the great times of that game. It's it's just so – and the thing is, is you're not really dealing with contracts or anything. You're not really dealing with trades. You just – you play football. You don't have to do all the financial stuff, all the trades. All you got to do is worry about recruiting and just play football. It's great.
1: Can't wait. I hope it comes true in the fall.
0: Yeah, someone said, though, that it could take two to three years, which isn't – well, great.
1: here's a thing that they put out, and I was listening to one of the local radios up here earlier today, and they said that, and it's right when he pointed this out, when you look at the post, it says college football. Nowhere does it say NCAA, and that's a big difference because obviously NCAA has the rights to the players and stuff. So it sounded like that you'll still be able to get the players, like the up-to-date players, the rosters, but something about not having –
0: Right times
1: through the NCAA or something I don't know we'll, we'll have to wait and find out
0: yeah because in NCAA 14 if you
1: play as uh
0: any school in an exhibition game it'll be uh QB number 12 running back number 10 wide receiver number 11 that's that's whats that's what they say or that's that's what's on the screen unless you're playing in like uh I guess you could say like a franchise stuff like that it's actually called dynasty you play dynasty then they actually have actual name but if you play a straight up exhibition game then yeah it's just qb number whatever and it's cool because you get to see the college football stadiums and action and stuff and have the the fight songs going in it which it's it's really cool and, ex- and especially uh because those games actually have like because they're obviously most of them are on college campuses they actually have like part of the college campus built into the game so you can see a little bit of the campus
1: So, that's actually pretty cool. Well, you know, maybe maybe we can hope and dream it comes out this year. Who knows? I doubt it comes out this year. I think
0: it's going to be a next year
1: thing, 2022. So be it. Something to look forward to next year, I guess.
0: Yep, and hopefully Jim Harbaugh is not the head coach of Michigan by then.
1: Let's hope. I hope he is. Um...
0: Okay, you can have fun with that, but I don't. I don't <laughs> know he lasts that long. I don't. Why? I
1: love. Long. I love that he's the coach. It brings me joy.
0: I doubt he lasts that long, man. I, oh, I, really I don't do. think he. I don't think
1: he will be either. But you know. All right, let's move on
0: to the Fast Five. If you don't know what the Fast Five is, it's that five questions we try to answer as fast as possible. Number one. With the departure of Matt Stafford from the Lions, what Detroit athlete has the highest profile in the city, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, bad. This is bad. This is, this is not a good, it's not a good question because it just shows how bad our teams are. I don't know.
1: I mean, I can, uh, I know people don't care about hockey because hockey's not big, but it is a, we still are considered hockey town to some extent. It'd be Dylan Larkin, but realistically, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> Jeremy it's, it's, Grant. <laughs> No, nah, it's probably Steve Ashman. Oh, okay, I thought we were just doing players,
0: but all right. Nah, no, it is. It is. I was just making a joke. It's still the players. If it if it's highest profile, highest profile, not how good they are. I But think you know, is, the face they
1: have, the name they write. I yeah. think it's.
0: I think it's Cabrera. Still Cabrera. Yeah, I could see that. And, just because uh, triple crown winner used to be so good, a great hitter. Jeremy Grant, he's only been here for what a few months.
1: I know he's averaging like. I know. I, I a was game. just saying that because he's good. You know, average people don't care about baseball and hockey like I do. That that's all.
0: <laughs> I think
1: it, it, it's Cabrera. I think Cabrera has the highest profile, or Fair Blake
0: enough. Griffin, or Blake Griffin.
1: Fair enough. Next question:
0: What is your favorite sports video game?
1: Sports video game of all time. Um. You mean, like, actual video game of all time? Like, not just, like, genre or, like... Like, let's say I love FIFA. Well, you mean, like, the actual year?
0: Um, just give me the... Fran- like the FIFA Okay, the franchise. That's what I meant.
1: Um, I'd say FIFA. Only because, I don't know, I like it the best. I know what yours is. Uh,
0: FIFA's up there, but it's definitely NCAA 14. It's my favorite game. So... The Rams have now just acquired Matt Stafford. And uh, if you have been listening to not just Dan Orlovsky because he hypes up Matt Stafford way too much. he's Everyone is saying that the Rams are now a Super Bowl contender. Are the Rams a Super Bowl contender?
1: Uh, Define contender, I guess. Top four, top five teams that can make it. Yeah, I guess. But I would. Man, I don't. I, personally, I don't think they're going to. Get to the Super Bowl, let alone win it. I think they'll win playoff games with him, but I—that's eh, a tough division, man.
0: I think on paper, yes, they are a contender. I think, and I think their ceiling or their floor, excuse me, their floor is the divisional round. Yeah, and ceiling is Super Bowl. Next question: With the Super Bowl coming up, there are a lot of weird bets. What is the oddest Super Bowl prop bet?
1: The oddest one is. I mean there's so many off the top, I guess I would say the national anthem because you're setting over under and you bet on that and it has nothing to do with the game. So we'll go with the national anthem.
0: I like how people since the Ravens and the 49ers play each other, I like how people bet on the power going out. Yeah. I think I think that's a cool one. You can literally Especially bet up. on anything. You you can um how long the halftime show there is one odd one right now of course with the weekend being there is how many wardrobe changes will he will the will there be
1: in the halftime show which i think is actually pretty cool oh yeah there's another good one that you see go around is the color of the gatorade after the end of the game yeah seen that a yes, lot of definitely. times um yeah i don't know i'm trying to think of any more but yeah i there's so much you can bet on it's insane
0: yeah, if you're betting on a Central Michigan football game at home, you could probably bet the
1: power going out. Oh, yeah, very funny!
0: Ha ha ha! I don't know how that
1: happened. The first game, the freaking power goes out on the whole campus.
0: I don't know. Maybe some hackers. I don't.
1: Know. What will the Lions do at pick seven? What will they do? I, hmm, I'm not sold to taking quarterback this year, so I'll just say I'll take Michael Parsons if he's there, just to be safe for now. Obviously, we still got three months to go. What I want them to
0: do is have them trade back. What I think will happen, or what do I think they'll do, I have no idea. That's going to be my answer. I have no oh, idea. Oh, come on. You
1: got to give something because I have no idea either. But I gave you something.
0: Um, I think they'll take a wide receiver. That's what I think oh, they'll do. That's, God, no. that's not what I want them to do, but I think that's what they're going oh, to do. I hope to God they don't. I hope they trade back. That's that's what I yeah, hope. I hope All so right. too. I,
1: whatever. We got three months right. to speculate about it. Yep. Uh, before we go, uh, like add anything? No, that's it. I'll uh, just. I hope that Patrick Mahomes throws for four hundred yards and kicks the ass out of Tom Brady because I'm so sick of that's him. Go Chiefs! That's
0: your favorite player. Why would you want to do that? Yeah, sure. All right. They'll do it from the 100% Sports Podcast. Till next time.